Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go ahead and uh, and dive in. We got the uh, the uh, prop bets are coming out, right? And Danny G, I told you to look up and find some good ones. What you got for us All right, uh, on fellas. the Super Bowl? Here we go. Let's start with this one. How many plays will Tony Romo correctly predict? <laughs> Over seven and a half plays? That's at minus 140 or under seven and a half even. Yeah, I think probably over. I think this does factor in with how um, with how competitive the game is. Because that that was kind of where Romo started to display his wizardly uh, wizardry down the stretch of the uh, AFC Championship game and call so many of those games cor- uh, plays correctly was when so many of them were of integral importance. Yeah, and so uh, that was where I thought uh, he really kind of stepped it up to a different level. But I feel very confident going over. Uh, the only way it wouldn't happen is if one team got out to an early lead and they just had a lot of filler time. And it doesn't really matter what play they're running on, you know, third and eight. So I'd go over there. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a blowout game either. So I'm also going to go over. Let's see. Let's go to Eddie Garcia. What do you think, Eddie? Yeah, I think uh, Romo also gets an extra week of film prep for both these teams. I think he'll know them maybe a little bit better than uh, than he would otherwise. So I will say over as well. I would think Romo too. Um, you know, when you, I, I think he would know the Patriots really well, regardless. 
So, I mean, he hasn't played necessarily a ton of games, but he's been, he's of that era. So I would think he would know Belichick, and I, th- I think he would know Brady and what they're going to see really, really well. Um, and I think probably when he's calling this game, a part of Tony Romo will think, man, what if I had been the quarterback that ended up with Bill Belichick instead of Tom Brady? <laughs> That's a great question you'll never really know the answer to when we talk about what whether or not Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. A part of me does wonder, what if Belichick had you know ended up the head coach of Peyton Manning? Because if you look at Peyton Manning's history in the NFL, Gary Kubiak maybe, uh, Tony Dungy, I mean, he had some decent coaches, but he never had a Belichickian-like coach to match, uh, match wits with and be on the same side as. I do think that's the one question that we'll never really know. And I think that, look, Brady has been extraordinary, but how many quarterbacks could have won multiple Super Bowls if they had been in that same situation with, uh, with Bill Belichick? Um, there's some great data out there about the fact that Brady basically never loses a game where his team uh, scores almost ever 30 or more points, right? I mean, it's almost impossible to beat Belichick consistently if you can score 30 points. So that is pretty intriguing. What other uh, props you got for us? All right, here we go on this one. Total Donald Trump tweets on the day of the Super Bowl, February 3rd, 2019, over six at minus 120 or under six, also at minus 120? You know, it's interesting. I see the president will tweet a lot early in the morning, kind of sets the agenda and starts the day off. And a lot of times on my Twitter feed, I follow like, I don't know, 200, 300 people, whatever it is. He's one of the only people who's up because a lot of people who are in the world of sports are still sleeping because we start off early in the morning. People are still kind of reacting when when I check my Twitter feed. Uh, But he doesn't seem to tweet as much on the weekends when it's not a uh, you know normal weekday. So my general position there, my bet would be maybe under six. Now, if the Patriots win, I think there's a good chance he congratulates them because I think he's legitimately good friends with Robert Kraft, and I think he likes Tom Brady quite a bit. So uh, if the Patriots win, I do think that it's likely he tweets in congratulations, although it's also possible he waits until Monday morning to be tweeting his congratulations. Yeah. When did he tweet his congratulations <laughs> to them on advancing to the Super Bowl? Was it after that game, or I can't remember if it was that night or if it was the next day? Yeah, for some reason I'm thinking it was the next morning. Of course, he didn't tweet congratulations to the Rams. So if the Rams win, you know, we'll even tweet about that. We'll find out. Okay, one more for you here. Uh, which commercial will appear first? Budweiser, Bud Light, Stella, Michelob, or Bon and Vin Spiked Seltzer? I've never heard of that brand. Yeah, well, first of all, this is something that somebody who is involved in the broadcast could win because there's a definite right answer that you know 100% is going to happen. And, uh, man, I, I would uh, I would go Budweiser just because they advertise by far the most. <laughs> I think that's the smartest play. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerackcom the way tire buying should be there's a feud brewing right now 
uh, between Stephen A. Smith and uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr seems to get up all all up in his feelings a lot. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know O O O O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended 
fitted installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. He was upset about some of the stuff that Stephen A. Smith had said and uh, took to Twitter to say he wanted to fight him in an octagon or a UFC fight. Um, And I guess he also went on uh, radio and talked about it as well. Here is what Derek Carr said about why he's mad at Stephen A. Smith. This man has never talked to me in my entire life. This man has never worked out with me. He's never woke up early with me to study. You know, you can say whatever you want about performance and all that. That's his job, and I understand that. But when you start talking about a man's character and want to and desire, you know, that's just a different story. And I don't think there's anybody holding these guys accountable when they go off on those kind of tangents. And so uh, I'm just someone that loves the truth. Uh, I got love for the guy. Uh, but at the same time, that doesn't mean you can't be held accountable when you are just completely wrong about someone's desire or want to. So Derek Carr wants to fight a member of the media. You know, by the way, your career is on a downward trajectory when you get into a feud and actually want to fight somebody. It was directed at who? That specific comment was directed at Max Kellerman, who questioned Derek's heart and drive. So how did this turn into a fight between he and Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> well, Stephen A. Smith was also part of it. Initially, Max Kellerman was the guy who questioned uh, Carr's heart. Then Carr went off on Twitter and he tagged at Dana White. Can I get two of these guys, either of them in the octagon? This would be great. Can we start a business together where athletes can fight journalists who go at them? It sounds very Trumpian. But, uh, but again, it's a bad sign, I think, in general when you start listening to the noise. Now, I do think that there are a lot of athletes that – are not helped, probably the majority of them by the existence of social media because so much of this noise you wouldn't pay attention to or hear. And then people will tag you, though, on Twitter and be like, oh, did you hear what so-and-so said about you? So if you spend very much time like living in your mentions, which a lot of athletes do, then and not just athletes, by the way, a lot of people in general do, then you can kind of constantly be uh, be encouraged to be in a uh, in an argument with somebody, right? I nowadays get so many mentions that I just kind of scroll through and check them in a hurry. I'll also check them, you know, when I make a comment, I'll go in and look at what the top responses are. So if your comment has been voted to the top, I might see it. Otherwise, it's hard for me just to keep track. I mean, we're getting thousands and thousands of mentions on a day-to-day basis. Um, so I, I don't really see that very much, but I do think people can probably have fun with this. I want to open up the phone lines, 877-996-6369, and I'm also going to poll this crew. Who would you like to see me in the UFC octagon with? If you right now could set up any match with anyone in the world of sports media, athletics, can be an athlete, can be a coach, can be another member of the sports media, I am six foot, 180 pounds. So that is my height and weight uh, for anybody out there who wants to think about you know me in the context of a uh, of an octagon match. Generally speaking, you want somebody around your own height and weight. And they hung numbers on this and said Stephen A. Smith would be favored over Derek Carr, which to me is crazy. Uh, I would put every dollar that I have on Derek Carr to uh, to wipe the floor with uh, with Stephen A. Smith. 
Um, but I am six foot one eighty, so I'll go around the crew here. I'll also let you guys weigh in uh, at Clay Travis. You can hop in on Twitter, maybe there. I'll try to scroll through and see some of those, <laughs> yeah. and also. Again, 877-996-6369. Danny G, who would you yeah. go with? This is easy. I want to see you get in the octagon with Jim Harbaugh. Just because I've ripped him so much yeah. as the head coach. of he's, uh, he's the most overrated coach in sports. Yeah, I just think that would be a great matchup because he'd have his dad pants on and you'd khakis. have your cargo shorts. Yeah. It would be cargo shorts versus dad pants. Um, Harbaugh is what, like 6'4", probably 220? I mean, is that a reason? Uh, that's me guessing, like, kind of off the top on uh, on who exactly would be, uh, who how exactly he would, big he would be. Uh, so he'd have a height and weight advantage. It's my guess. I'm guessing he's like 6'4", 220, because that's kind of a standard size that you would expect for an NFL pocket quarterback to be. Uh, so I think Harbaugh would be a substantial favorite over me there. Uh, what about you, uh, Eddie Garcia? Who would you suggest needs to be in the octagon with me? I, I don't know if he is a member of the sports media, but how about that Sean King guy? Oh, I would crush that guy. That's somebody that I would actually like to submit. Yeah, um, yeah that is a uh, that's the guy who's the white guy that pretends to be black and is always like spreading fake news on uh, on Twitter and social media. He's this huge social justice warrior. I would actually like to choke him out. That would be one I would sign up for. Now I wouldn't <laughs> fight. How many, the other question is how much money would it take for me to get into the octagon? First of all, I'd have to consider who I was fighting. Secondly, I don't think I would do it for less than a million dollars. So, uh, so you know, in terms of I'd have to train for this and everything else, um, I'd rather do a boxing match, honestly, than a uh, than a UFC fight because I don't know anything about UFC. It's not like I've you know put people in in holds and Brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> and everything else. And we've seen you lift weights though on Periscope. I have posted that I can, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to bench 225 pounds, which uh, surprises a lot of people. By uh, the way, Clay, Harbaugh is 6'3", 216. So pretty close to what I was saying. I yeah. said 6'4", 220. Uh, I think Harbaugh would have to be a substantial favorite over me, um, even though I've got him by, what is Harbaugh, like uh, 52 or 53 probably? I'm 39, about to turn 40, so I've got a decade on him, but I'm not sure it's a good decade. He is 55. All right, so, I mean, 16-year advantage should really work in my favor, but I, I think Harbaugh would clearly have to be favored. He's bigger, he's uh, he's stronger, he's uh, he's you know weighs more, uh, so I wouldn't feel good about my odds in that fight. Sean King, I would destroy. I, oh, I would, you, you I could would, even beat Sean King in a rap battle. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm... I, I, I might uh, I might be more of a minority than him too. We haven't done the DNA analysis, but uh, if Elizabeth if Elizabeth Warren is a Native American, who knows what percentage uh, Asian, Hispanic, or uh, Black I might be? What about you, uh, Roberto? Who would you want to see me in the octagon with? I want to see you in the octagon with uh, I, don't, I don't know why, but uh, Will Kane. You and oh Will, Will? yeah, <laughs> going at it. Yeah, I don't know Will, why, man. I, I don't. I've never met Will face to face, but uh, but Will, I don't know what Will's height and weight is, but my guess would be he would be very similar to me. <laughs> Yeah, um, you it know, seems like a good matchup, you know. Be like Spider Man looking at that meme of Spider Man <laughs> looking at himself. Uh, That's exactly you have two, what that is. You have two guys, Let's two see, white he, guys. He's forty two, six three. Yeah, he probably six three. Oh, he's, he's, six, three. he's bigger than I thought he was. Yeah. Now sometimes you get inflated heights on these things. You know how like uh, like Kyler Murray's been listed at so many different heights, and uh, so six three. We'll see if he's a legit six three or not. I'm a legit six foot, so six foot one eighty. To be fair. 5'11 and three quarters. I've been measured at 5'11 and three quarters. So I think that's fair to say six foot. Um, but uh, but six foot 180. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, all right, who else? Dub, what you got? 
You know, I wouldn't mind seeing you get in the get in the octagon with that ref from the Saints Rams game. I think that'd be a, a really <laughs> I would, good I would try I would to get his thirty k back. Given how much money he cost me, I would destroy that ref too. Also, we know that ref is old and has bad vision, so there's no uh, there's no way he'd be able to stop now, me. Would you tag team him with cousin Sal? Oh yeah, Sal Sal has actually oh. been in wrestling matches, so. I don't think there's any doubt that we I saw have- Sal on your TV show yesterday. He's still hot about losing that money. Well, wouldn't you be? I mean, it's the worst call in the history of the NFL, and it cost us, you know, sixty thousand dollars. Basically, I I don't think I'm ever going to forget that call, no matter what. But certainly, when it cost you that much money, because otherwise, I'd just hedge. Probably, you know, if the Saints were in the Super Bowl, I'd just hedge and make like you know twenty k and be pretty happy with that. Um, as is. It's a it's a total disaster. Uh, all right, we got open phone lines here eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. All right, let's. Uh, we got a lot of responses rolling in on uh, on Twitter. Uh, let's see who some of these suggestions are. Uh, Michael Bennett um, steel cage match. Michael Bennett would destroy me, uh, but I would like to uh, I would like to see that happen. Uh, Greg Schiano uh, is uh, is a suggestion. Uh, Vince McMahon um, is. Uh, well, we got so many. Uh, Urban Meyer. Rolling in, Urban Meyer would be great. Kaepernick, <laughs> uh, Danny Cannell, Urban Meyer or his wife, which is pretty funny. Colin Cowherd, Shannon Sharp. Let's see. Uh, these are good suggestions again at Clay Travis. Skip Bayless. Um, so uh, let, let's go ahead. Do we have calls rolling in here? Uh, 877-996-6369. You know what I'll do? When we come back, we'll take some of your calls and get your best suggestions of who I should fight in the octagon. Then we'll be joined by uh, by Jeff Schwartz. Uh, we'll see who he'd put me in the octagon against and also see whether he has uh, recovered from the, uh, the the fact that D. Ford lined up off sides, which kept his brother out of the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We have got a, uh, a ton of calls all over the country rolling in who I should be with in the uh, – in the octagon with we'll start on the vip line the outkick vip line you sign up to be an outkick vip you get a lot of benefits including a vip phone line uh, you can sign up at outkick.com chris in indianapolis what you got for me hey good morning clay i am taking you in the octagon over urban meyer and that is my bet your kids college fund guarantee would i take thank you for the call would you what do you guys think about my chances against urban meyer urban meyer not that big of a guy i'm guessing he's probably around my size mm. he's around 55 years old uh i i i, I don't know i think um, he would fight dirty oh there's no doubt that he would fight dirty <laughs> there we go yes uh, i would i would fight urban meyer in the octagon for 1 million dollars again i would rather box because i think it's easier to predict like i don't want to get choked out I mean, that's crazy, like, uh, to get choked out, and I don't want to have to learn how to grapple on the ground. Like, I feel, feel like boxing is easier to learn because there's just – there's not as much to do. Did you ever before. get in a boxing match with anyone when you were in, say, high school? No, I've never bo- boxed in a match. Now, I did um, – But how for, about a street fight? Just uh, a no, brawl? I haven't th- no, I haven't, th- okay. I haven't thrown a punch since, uh, since, like, fifth grade. I mean, I think if you're a grown adult and you get into a fight for anything Who other did you money, fight in fifth grade? And, 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 and crazy. Do you remember the kid's name? I do not remember his name. Um, did he Did he get your I, face? No, it, was, it wasn't even a fight. It was like a, a couple of punches. No, I, I, I have not been injured. I got sucker punched once. I got punched in the back of the head before uh, outside of a bar by a bar security guard or whatever. Um, but... 
other than that, no. Like, uh, I, I haven't ever been in a uh, in like a legitimate fight. Now, I did train. I've done boxing, you know, like classes. Uh, my wife has been in an actual boxing match. Like, she has a record in as a boxer. Like, she she is, you know, whatever she has five two, one hundred and five pounds. But she's a really good dancer, and so she can mimic everything from a uh, from a boxing perspective. And she's actually pretty good. In terms of uh, in terms of being a five foot two, hundred and five or one hundred and ten pound girl, she can uh, she can you know she's pretty good at it. But uh, and so she fought in a legitimate fight. But no, I haven't ever. I would I, if you paid me a million dollars, I would box against somebody who is also not a professional boxer. I wouldn't fight against a professional boxer for a million dollars. But so a million dollars, I think that's my my cost to get into the ring. A uh, bunch of calls rolling in. Uh, let's go to uh, Jose and Fremont. Who you got? What's up, brother? I, I got somebody for you, but real quick on the Derek Hart thing. See, uh, there's one thing you guys are missing that you didn't mention. Kellerman actually called him out and basically said he was a B. That's why Carr is so upset because the way he came at him was calling him a B. And he, that's why Carr is so upset. You but can say bitch on the I radio. Do think Carr, I do think Carr. I do think Carr was petty, and I think he. I mean, the Raiders PR people need to get these guys, Gruden and Carr clamp down on the whole Twitter reacting thing and and, co- and the PR thing. Just keep your mouth shut. Let's just focus on next season. And I think you should fight in the world of equality that we live in now. You should give Jamel Hill or Michelle Beadle <laughs> a non-discriminatory ass-whooping. I feel good about my chances against a girl in the octagon. Not going to lie. Stronger, faster, uh, bigger. I, I, if I got my ass kicked by Jamel Hill, that would be tough. Same thing with Michelle Beadle. I don't think I could come back from that. I don't know. I think Maya Moore could take you. Oh, I would crush Maya Moore. <laughs> Might be able to play better basketball than her, too. Uh, Josh in Nashville, who should I be in the octagon with? What's going on, man? I think it should be you and Ben Maller. Ben Maller. I don't, I'd like how, to what, see What's that. Ben Maller's height and weight? I've never met him. He's like 6'8". God, Eddie, what would you say Ben's weight is right now? Is he's, he really 6'8"? He he's not 6'8". Oh, he's boy, like, he sure seems 6'8". I think he's like 6'4", 6'5". 6'5". He's 6'5". 6'5 and a half. He's got to be close uh, to 6'6". Six, six. He's probably 280? Oh, he's like huge. Yeah, yeah he's, he's big, big, big Ben for a reason. Yeah, 280. I mean, that that is like tough. I would just have to try to tire him out. I mean, there, there's That's no a good way. Strategy, yes. I mean, I just have to run around the octagon <laughs> until hopefully he got so tired he couldn't do anything. Because uh, you could just hold a bottle of ranch. Two eight, yeah. <laughs> two eighty. Run from I you. Mean, six five two eighty is a big dude. I mean, that's tough. Uh, let's go to uh, Derek in Boston. What's up, Derek? Hey Clay, thanks for taking the call. Hey, uh, you against Rob Parker. Here are the circumstances. If he loses, he goes to the border. He goes to Mexico. <laughs> yes. And then if you lose, you can't bet for a week. Yeah, well, that's, that's good, that's good uh, odds on my, uh, my side. Although I think he could do the show from Mexico. Like, going to Mexico is not as big of a deal as it used to be. People are like, oh, if, if I, you know, like, if you want to make a big comment, you're like, I'll go to Mexico. Like, I could do the show from Mexico. It's not like, I mean, if I were to say, oh, I'll go to Antarctica if I lose, I'd be like, okay, well, that's kind of a big trip. But I don't, I mean, like, I could go live on the beach in Mexico and do this show as long as we had, rec- you know, decent Wi-Fi. I don't think that's that much of a penalty. Now, it'd be complicated because I've got a family, but I don't think Rob Parker has kids. So, I mean, he could go. I don't know why he couldn't just go down to down to Baja and just kick it and do basically everything that he does now. I'm sure they could find a radio studio for him there. That doesn't seem that tough. Raider Joey in California. What's up, uh, Raider Joey? Hey, what's going on, Clay? Thanks so much for taking the call, man. Really quick on Derek Carr, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to mention, you know, one thing that, that Kellerman was saying – 
was that he's the quarterback for the moment and taking little subtle jabs, suggesting that Gruden gushing over Kyler Murray wasn't anything more than uh, luring other teams to trade up. So that could be another reason why he called him out. You never uh, win was- by responding if you're an athlete. We're in the, I'm in the business of giving my opinion. If you want to fire back at me, that only helps me. I don't, I don't think people have realized that. Like, I don't think this helps Derek Carr at all, but who do you want me in the octagon with? It's going to be a tie between the guy I'd like the Raiders to pick up, uh, Mr. Kareem Hunt, wife beater, or uh, Mike North for uh, dominance on early morning Fox Sports Radio. Mike North, good dude, uh, was here for a long time before me. Kareem Hunt would kill me. I mean, if, if you're talking about a modern-day current athlete who's in tip-top physical condition – I would hire. I've said this for a long time too. I don't know why Kareem Hunt would be mad at me. I would hire him if I had an NFL team and I needed a running back. I would sign Kareem Hunt in a heartbeat. Like well, whatever. We, we know he would kick you while you were on the floor. Yeah, well, there's the no no doubt that he would fight unfairly. <laughs> but uh, but he would destroy me anyway. But he, if anything, he should be happy. He should be, he should love me because I was the first guy who was willing to come out and say, you know what? I watched that TMZ video. It sucks. He's an idiot. You know he shouldn't have done it. But he's 24 years old. And he's a good running back. And I don't think that video disqualifies him from playing in the NFL. If I had an NFL team and I needed a running back, I would have I would have signed him. Lee in California, who you got? Hey, Clay, what's up, man? You guys are doing a great job out there. I just wanted to see if I can get you in the UFC uh, fight handicap match. You and Jeff Van Gundy against Cyborg. <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy and me together against Cyborg. That would actually be great if we had the two of us had to combine to, uh, to fight a girl. Um, I think that, that I would crush Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, the, the the biggest thing we've seen Jeff Van Gundy in a fight was when uh, we had the brawl between the Heat and the Knicks back in the day, and he got dragged around on the ground like a rag doll, like trying to trying to grab. Who was he trying to pull away from the fight? Morning, I think it was. It Alonzo was Alonzo morning. morning, yeah, yeah, and he got dragged around like he was uh, cleaning the, the 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 floor of the, ba- the basketball court. I feel like there's no doubt I could take Van Gundy. Plus, Van Gundy's old now. Van Gundy's like, I mean, what is he got to be? He's got to be over sixty, right? I mean, he's not that young of a guy now. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, who's up next? You tell me, Dub. I know people are adding and dropping like crazy. We got Julian in Missouri. Julian in Missouri. What's up, man? The person I want to see you fight in the octagon is actually yourself because then we get the best of both worlds. You know, I get to see you get your ass kicked, and then it's the only situation where the outcome supports your ego. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. It's interesting, but if I kicked my own ass, I'm not sure that I could have uh, enough of a uh, enough of uh, trash talk to be able to be involved in. By the way, Vito says Mike Florio because the two of you would just litigate against each other. I would crush Florio. Florio's <laughs> like five two. He just chirps all day. I mean, that would be pure destruction. Uh, he's also old. That that would be absolutely no challenge. Uh, last one, then we got to go to uh, Eddie and find out what's shaking in the world of sports. And by the way, there are deluges right now rolling in on Twitter. So I'll see if there's any other really good ones there. A couple of other additional ones that I've seen already on Twitter. Brooke Baldwin, um, who uh, kicked me off uh, CNN for saying I like the First Amendment and boobs. No doubt I would crush her. I, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy to brag, but I think I would crush every girl in the octagon so far that's been named. I, don't feel, I feel good about my odds against the girls in the octagon. Uh, JP in Jacksonville. What's up, JP? Hey, what's up, Clay? Off the top ropes, you versus Prez from Barstool, king of radio trophies. Yeah, I would destroy him. I mean, he's like 5'4". He weighs like 140 pounds. Um, he chirps a lot. He's like Florio, little man who talks a lot, but it would be utter destruction. I mean, it wouldn't even be remotely close. Some of these guys, like the little guys, there's lots of little guys who talk big in uh, in media, 
And like, look, I'm not a huge guy. I'm six foot one eighty. I'm in decent shape. But the little guys would be pure destruction. Like Florio, like uh, like the guy from Barstool. Like those guys would all get destroyed by me. Now, if you get you know actual athletes or somebody who is a lot younger than me, I'd be nervous about. But you know, little five foot four chirpers. I mean, those guys utter destruction. I mean, I got a huge height advantage. I'm actually uh, I'm actually uh, able to, uh, to, to 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 what like not be a jockey. Like if you are a jockey, I would crush you in the octagon, right? Like if you look like you should be riding a horse for a living, I just pick you up like in a Wolf of Wall Street and just throw you out of the octagon like over the top like you're a frisbee. Um, uh, let's go with uh, Eddie Garcia. What you got for me? We'll start with the Geico scoreboard and the night in the NBA where the Warriors beat the Wizards 126-118. That's nine straight wins for Golden State. Steph Curry led him with 38 points. Thunder over the Pelicans, 122-116. Another triple-double for Russell Westbrook. 23 points, 17 rebounds, and 16 assists for Oklahoma City. Timberwolves beat the Lakers 120-105. Trailblazers take care of the Suns 120-106. College basketball, number six, Michigan State improves the ten, or excuse me, 9-0 in Big Ten play as they won at number 19, Iowa 82-67. 23rd-ranked Louisville took care of 21st-ranked NC State, 84-77. And number four, Gonzaga won at Santa Clara Big, 98-39. Tennis at the Australian Open in the men's semifinal overnight. Number one seed Novak Djokovic beat Lucas Pui in straight sets. Six love, 6-2, and 6-2. Up next for Djokovic will be number two seed Rafael Nadal in the men's final. The NHL All-Star Game is this Saturday at 8 Eastern. It's our Discover Card key matchup. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you aren't a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Credit scorecard. Limitations apply. We'll be back to Outkick the Coverage in 10 seconds, but first, a word from farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to Clay Travis and the Geico Outkick the Coverage Studios. Jeff uh, Schwartz joins us now at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. He was at the Chiefs and the Patriots game. We'll get to that momentarily. But first, Schwartz, who would you like to see me fight in the octagon? Did you see where Derek Carr wants to fight like Stephen A. Smith or whoever it is from ESPN? Yeah, well, first of all, the best part about the whole thing was when Stephen A. Smith made him the favorite at minus 130 against Carr. So Carr comes off as a little bit of a softy man. I know Danny G's a Raiders guy, but man, he blocks anyone on Twitter who ever said anything on Twitter like a year ago. I don't even—I never once tweeted him. I never once said anything really bad about him, other than other than the parallels between like him and Marcus Mariota with their injuries and how and how they were and how they kind of paralleled with the, their play and their injuries. Um, otherwise, I've never talked about him, and he, he blocked me. And I heard another story too, where he had blocked. Around the NFL, uh, that their Twitter handle on the station his brother works at, and they had to say nice things about him to unblock him, so he would unblock them. Uh, so he's a bit of a softy. I think he would lose the fight. You, you, you can't be that soft on Twitter, and I expect you to be good at fighting. What? Why? We were talking about this uh, beforehand. Why do you think that in general Twitter is good or bad for pro athletes? Um, I would say, generally speaking, it's probably bad um but i will say that you know it can be good enough for me it helped it's, it's for sure helped my career um my post career I, de- I definitely think it hurt sometimes while i was playing as much as nfl teams might tell you they they, they don't mind you tweeting they probably would rather you, you not tweet 
Um, I've heard that before from, from teams as well. So uh, I think generally speaking, it's probably, it's probably bad. Um, you know, we, we do get to learn the personalities of some of the guys, and obviously there are plenty of guys who too do good uh, via Twitter and raising money and, and, and you know bring bring um, you know eyes to their awareness. You know, but I, I generally speaking, I'd say it's bad. Uh, what? Who do you, would you like to see me in the octagon with? You in the octagon with? Um, uh, let's see. Who's, who are some of your enemies? Well, your how do you think that I would? You you know my athleticism. Where would you put me yeah. on a scale of one to ten athletically? Like with one being you're the least possibly athletic person on the planet, and ten being like you're LeBron James. Well, you're also now what twelve? It's been twelve years, eleven years now since we did that. Yeah, I'm, training, thir- so. I'm thirty-nine years old. Oh yeah, the age is a big factor here. Um, I would say when you were when you did the combine training with, I told this story before. I thought at first when I first saw you, I was like, "Why is this kicker working out with us?" Yeah. And then you you didn't get see. I'll give you this. I'll give you this crypto. You did not get hurt. Yeah. That's very impressive because you did the whole training with us. It wasn't like you didn't skip anything. You did not get hurt. So that that means you were probably an above average athlete at that time. Now I I don't know. I mean, I would say. You, you, you know, you do radio every day. I don't know how much you, you're working out. Um, I would probably say you're probably like a five or six now. So who would you fight against in the octagon? Oh, who do you – who's the guy that, you, that just hates you? There's many of them on social media. Who's your biggest well, – what would I pay to see? <laughs> yeah, what would, what would be the – what would be make you come off your wallet? You'd be like, all right, I'll pay $20 to see this. Like, what? who would I have to fight for you to pay $20 to do it? Oh, I mean – I would if you shot if you fought Sean King, I'd be into yeah. that. Yeah, I think yeah. I would crush that dude. I don't. Even, I, I I assume he's small. Um, like I know he's not a giant guy. Like I would legitimately like to fight him. If somebody gave me a million dollars, I would I would I would box him or or fight him in a UFC ring easily. Like I would love. Yeah, that. that'd be my that'd be my guy. I mean, look, I, he 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 continually does things that are just it's. I don't know how he gets away with it all the time. But. He needs to be sued into oblivion. All right, let's go to uh, Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah. You are there watching in person. Let's start here. If D. Ford lines up on sides, are, do you believe the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, they are. They threw the reception. What's so interesting about that play, I saw a video yesterday from a fan who was right down the line. It was in the upper deck right down. And D. Ford was clearly offside. He threw the flag right, right, right away. There was no... The referees weren't out to get uh, the Chiefs there. He was clearly offside. Uh, but what's so interesting about that play is I remember I was on the other side of the field in the corner of the end zone. So I just was looking at the play from behind. And I saw the interception, and the crowd didn't cheer very loud. And I was like, what? What? It felt very because this, this should have been the game. Like, the Chiefs fans should have been, like, over the moon away, yeah. right? Like, just jumping up and down, screaming, cheering. It was loud, too. But there was, like, a very dull cheer. And then I saw the flag, and I was like, oh, here we go. And, um, you know, and, and what, what didn't help on that play, too, was, and, and Romo was, was fantastic, but he kind of blamed the offensive lineman for being illegal, you know, in a legal formation, which he wasn't. He was legal. And all the Chiefs fans thought that, you know, they got screwed in that play. But D4 was offsides. It was clear. The, the warning thing was interesting. I know people had talked a lot about whether he should have gotten a warning. And, yes, warnings are, are sometimes courtesies given to offensive tackles and, and defensive ends if you are – uh, either it lined up illegally if you're a tackle, uh, you know, you're, you're off the line of scrimmage, you have to, your head has to break the center's hip, or if you're a defensive end. But you don't get it every time, and you don't have to get the warning. And also, 
they just have to warn one guy on defense. So you know, they might have warned Justin Houston earlier in the game, and Houston has to tell D Ford. They're not giving warnings to every single player. They're giving you one warning as a team, and that situation, he was clearly offside. I mean, he had to, he had to throw the flag. Um, it was it was a very weird celebration, and now I understand it because you can hear in the video like the entire side of that that field saw the flag go up and didn't cheer. How much of an error is that? Um, well, it's it's obviously. I mean, look, you could say it led to the firing of Bob Sun. I think he would have been fired anyway. I think the Rams would have scored forty five points against the Chiefs, uh, and I think the Chiefs would have had a tough time winning that game if they had made it anyways. Um, you know, obviously it changed the way we felt about Tom Brady because at that point he would have had like 260 yards and three interceptions. Yep. Instead, he ended up with like 340 and obviously game-winning drive and overtime. Uh, it changed a lot of things. And, and the problem with that error is it's easily correctable, right? Just line up on sides. And this is the difference. And it also doesn't he, impact the play. Right. This is the difference. Well, it, it could have impacted the play. If he, he had, gotten, if he had gotten to the quarterback, yeah. but he didn't. Correct. Correct. And – and here's the thing about the Patriots, I hear this quite often, is that they don't beat themselves. They try. Edelman tried to beat himself, and he missed. He tried to touch the ball, and he completely whiffed. Um, but you know, they obviously there's some luck there. But they don't, they don't have procedure penalties, right? They, they went to Arrowhead Stadium, and it was loud. Trust me, it was, it was very loud. My brother said it was the loudest he'd ever heard at Arrowhead. They had not one false start. They didn't have yep. one delay a game. And... The Chiefs couldn't line up right on the final, you know, on a huge, the biggest play, and turned out to be the biggest play of the game. Couldn't line up right. You know, Seattle, they they were right to pass the ball in the Super Bowl, but they called a terrible route that everyone knew was coming. Um, and you know, they the Patriots don't make mistakes like that, and other teams do, and that's part of the reason why the Patriots are the dynasty they are. Um, what do you think is going to happen in the Super Bowl early? I know we'll talk to you next week in Atlanta, but as yeah. this number is out there, the Patriots are a two-and-a-half-point favorite over-unders out at 57-and-a-half or whatever it is. What's your early read as we go into the weekend before the Super Bowl? Man, I should have bet the Patriots when they were getting a point when it came out Sunday. Um, I uh, I love the under for sure in this game. I think mean, the under is, is the way to go. Um, if you're thinking the Rams are going to win this game, yeah, I think the Patriots have not lost a Super Bowl. Well, they lost 41-33, but before that, they didn't score a lot of points when they lost. And they've had trouble scoring points early in games. And the Rams' defense is actually really good with Tlaib in there uh, and the line they have. And so I, I think this game goes goes under for a couple reasons. Um, one is New England's going to take away Robert Woods. And what do the Rams have after that? Uh, I think it's going to be a game where both teams try to run the ball a lot. And under is definitely a, a play there. As far as who wins the game, look, um, if it gets to plus three, which it might get to by Sunday, I think you have to hold out, hold out as long as possible for the three points. I would take the Rams, but otherwise I would take New England. I would even lay the juice probably on the money line because if, if they're going to win, you might as well just take, you know, if it's a minus 130, lay a little juice and take them on the money line. You're going to be on live with us down at the Super Bowl. What day is that going to be? I don't know. What day do you want me to come on? Yeah, what day do you get to Atlanta? Uh, I get there Tuesday, so either Wednesday or Wednesday or Thursday would or Friday, yeah. whatever you want me to come on. Yeah, we'll do Wednesday, so you'll be on with us Wednesday okay. live from Wednesday. Atlanta. Uh, that's Jeff Shorts. Go follow him on Twitter at Jeff Shorts. Uh, there, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What I am kind of fascinated by, as the Super Bowl gets closer, CBS will have the Super Bowl, Tony Romo, Jim Nance, and uh, they chose not to air a medical marijuana ad. We just played you that ad at the end of hour two. You can go back and download the podcast if you would be interested in hearing that ad. I'm not going to keep playing the ad because it's a minute long. I will play the ad if they pay us to play the ad. Um, I've done it once for free, but if medical marijuana wants to continue to advertise uh, for a sports audience, I'm happy to run their ads here on OutKick. Um, but in general, does it surprise you guys that they banned that ad? I'm going to go around the horn here, Danny G. Yeah, there is absolutely nothing wrong with this ad. The point of it is to push for legalization of medical marijuana on the Fed level, right? So that the other states can get in line. It would make a big difference in a lot of people's health. The veteran who they show in severe pain from his leg being amputated, he's holding a spray. So it's not like our homies are on this ad where the yeah, visual is right. they're smoking a blunt. No, they're showing it in the form of liquid drops and the spray, which, yes. you know, that should be allowed on TV. Well, I mean, I think it's particularly interesting because what percentage overall of the uh, of the ads are related to drugs, right? Legalized drugs, right? But it's like uh, Viagra or Cialis or whatever the whatever the current company is that allows you know erectile dysfunction ads. Also, a ton of other ads. I mean, how often do companies run? I mean, did these do these stations run ads for drug companies trying to convince you that you might have an issue, right? I mean, you watch one of these ads, you're like, maybe I do have that. Do you ever have a fever? Well, I do. You know what? Sometimes I do have a fever. Do you? Are you ever sleepy? Well, you know what? You know, sometimes I am kind of sleepy. Then maybe you need, you know, like, and you're like, well, I mean, I don't take any prescription drug. I'm, I'm, I consider myself fortunate for that reason. Um, but I know a lot of people out there do, and one reason they do is because we're one of the most meted up countries in the history of the world. Money. Side effects include bloody nose and yeah. death. Yeah, yeah. The side effects oftentimes are terrifying, which is why I don't want to take anything. But um, I know a lot of people are on prescription drugs. I mean, we're one of the most meted out countries of all time. Big pharmaceutical companies have sold their products to uh, to us and to doctors for decades. So it's crazy to me that you would not allow something that is mostly natural to advertise and advocate for their position um, when there are a lot of people, I think, out there who have you know gained some benefit from medicinal marijuana. So my position is certainly allow them to advocate for their position to reach 120 million people. Now, you can certainly say, well, they could have expected that they were going to get banned. I'm actually just surprised this is banned. I know, Danny G, you've got a list of ads that have been banned. We'll go to that in a sec. But I want to get everybody else's opinion here. Uh, Eddie Garcia, are you with me that this is relatively innocuous and should have been allowed? Uh, totally, 100%. Um, I'm actually, in a weird way, kind of disappointed that they said no. It seems like it's... Uh, Something that could be beneficial to a lot of people. That I mean, we've heard that before with medical marijuana and things like that. So I, I don't understand it at all, to be honest with you. Well, and, and look, as a First Amendment guy, I think it also is a political issue that deserves to be debated. If you disagree with it, that's fine. But, I mean, I, I don't see how it should be banned from airing on uh, CBS, you know, with 115 or 120 million people watching. Dub, are you also of the opinion this thing is fine to air? 
Oh, absolutely fine to air, but I'm not really necessarily surprised that it's getting banned. I mean, you think about the NFL, it's probably one of the more conservative entities when it comes to this kind of stuff uh, in our country. But so, to I be mean, fair, I don't know this is the NFL's decision. This is a CBS decision because the NFL, I can't imagine, gets involved in individual decisions by broadcast partners about what commercials can air. Maybe you're right. Maybe CBS contacted the NFL and said, hey, we've got this guy, this company trying to pay whatever it is, $3 million for an advertisement. We're going to say no. Maybe they did that, but I think I think it's unlikely that they would interact with the NFL on a regular basis about who's advertising and who's not. Roberto, are you also going to make it unanimous yeah, and you'd be I'm, fine I, with I this was- airing? I was wondering why they wouldn't want to air this ad, but now that Dub mentions it, yeah, that's number one reason why is because they're in partnership with the NFL, and one of the people in the ad is a is a Vietnam veteran and has you know problems. So what is muscles? With opioids, is, yeah. yeah. So I think that's the, that's probably the number one reason why. Yeah, I just I, I don't think the NFL necessarily got involved, but you got a list, uh, Danny G, of banned ads. Yeah, I was just curious here to see what ads were banned in the past. Yeah. And what nature of the commercial they were. 2004, the Church of Christ, which accepts gays and lesbians, said CBS rejected its ad over a scene that initially shows two gay men getting turned away from a bouncer at another church. 2005, Fox said Mickey Rooney couldn't show his butt in this airborne ad. 2007, Bud Light's skinny dipping spot didn't make the cut, went on to YouTube later. 2007, the Apology Bot ad uh, was denied. What apology ad? Apology bot had appeared in various Bud Light campaigns, but it was too morbid, said CBS. So a lot of these are, I mean, that's kind of funny. So go daddy, sexual and religious reasons for most of these ads that are listed here. Yeah, I mean, it's basically sex, right? I <laughs> yeah. mean, sex or like too scanty, too scantily clad or too too much sex appeal, which is obviously a good marketing technique in general because that makes people want to see it. And getting your ad rejected may end up having a, a very beneficial overall impact to your product. But I think this is about trying to advance the argument about whether or not this should be legal, which is a debate that's going on all over the country in general. I'm curious what you guys think. A lot of you heard it. Uh, Eddie in Texas, your reaction. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I totally agree with y'all. This ad should be placed on uh, like any other ad that they've had there. I mean, because when you look at the information, you know, a lot of people can get what's uh, some valuable information about this product. Uh, if you want to talk about stupidity, I mean, right now I saw something this morning. It's all about Pepsi. I mean, the sugar and the effects of sugar on kids is unbelievable. But we're going to spend a lot of time and effort during the Super Bowl on Pepsi, Coke, any other sugary product. Yeah. And, no, and, you know, and then we have painkillers, like you said, Advil, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so, you know, we have we have some information here that people could actually learn from. And then, and, and then maybe go on themselves and, and, and do something. And so, you know, I've been thinking about this. Uh, and, and find some uh, some people that can give them some more information. Yeah. No, I appreciate I, I think it's a smart piece. I mean, look, everybody's trying to sell you something by putting an ad on during the Super Bowl. Selling you on the idea that you should have the option to do something seems to me to be very soft in terms of what it's trying to get you to do versus somebody trying to get you to pick their sa- their tax service or somebody trying to get you to pick uh, you know, their beer or their drug. Um, I, I don't know. I, I see this as completely within bounds. Michael in New York. What's up, Michael? Gentlemen, good morning. Hope your uh, weekend is about to commence and start and go very well. 
Uh, yeah, I, there's no uh, opposition for me. What I don't like is the comparison to the, oh, well, they played Bud Light and all these ads during the Super Bowl. I, we're talking about two completely different things here. Uh, I think the thing that most... But hold on, hold on. Let me, let me say this for a sec, Mike. For a long time, alcohol was prohibited in this country, though. We continue to evolve. Yeah, right. so, so, I mean, if the Super Bowl had been played in, let's say, 1929 and an alcohol company had wanted to come on and say, hey, wouldn't this game be better if you could have a beer with it? Like, I think there would have been a lot of people who would have said, yeah, you know what? It's crazy that we don't have, that that we're using, that we have prohibited alcohol in this country. So I would say, look, it's hard to know what your thought process would be during prohibition. And obviously the Super Bowl wasn't going on there and television didn't even exist. But I think the idea of somebody saying, hey, Everybody in Canada can have as much beer as they want. You can't across the border in the United States or whatever, at least legally. I would be perfectly fine with it, right? I mean, that helps to advance our decision-making. Right. When worded that way, that uh, yeah, you make that argument work with that when it's worded that way. Uh, CBS and the NFL completely dropped the ball here to show that we are, are making progress, and it's not just people like a like your guy mentioned in the back smoking joints and blunts in the back of a car. There's progression with it, and think of how many athletes there are, both young and old, that are currently addicted to painkillers because they've been tearing up their bodies for so long. Yep. Or they're in high school and they got an injury. I mean, there's just there's too much benefit to this, and we need to be more progressive. Uh, especially in the media, and start pushing the, the legalization, not just of you know of medical marijuana, and show that when used properly and when prescribed and under supervision of, of medical professionals, it can be beneficial. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for the call. Look, I mean, I, I think people certainly can research their own issue, and I don't see this. People say, oh, it's a political ad. I, I don't really see this as a political ad. Like, first of all, I wouldn't have a problem with a political campaign deciding they want to run an ad during the Super Bowl to reach 120 million people, right? I have no issue whatsoever with that because you have the right to do that. But I don't see medical marijuana as being political in nature because I don't think it breaks down on political beliefs. I think some people are fine with it. Other people are not. Let's go to uh, Dan in Virginia Beach. Dan, what's up? Hey, Clay. I, I agree. CBS missed the mark on this one. Uh, it's an opportunity to to create change, but there's a there's a second or third order effect in in that you get something, they take something away. I mean, whether you're going to the doctors and they're asking your kids if they have guns in the house and if they feel safe, or you're applying for a concealed carry permit in your in your state of residence, they're they're asking if you're doing marijuana, if you're addicted to marijuana, or any other types of drugs, and that's really what bothers me beyond just the initial question. Did CBS miss it? Sure. Should you legalize it? Absolutely. I know too many vets that, uh, you know, they struggle with pain. They struggle with all sorts of things. And and it's helped them get off the opioids, for sure, as everybody else has mentioned. But ultimately, uh, I I just worry about the second and third order effects until the politicians either control it, make money off of it, or decide to to not participate. Nobody wins. Um, I got a uh, text message from somebody who is involved on a high level with uh, with advertising um, and advertising sales. And they said NFL definitely weighs in on advertisers. So maybe some of you are right about the NFL being uh, involved here and not necessarily just being CBS. And he gives me an example. For example, five-hour energy is considered a banned substance by the NFL. So they are not allowed to take five-hour energy ads during NFL games. That's interesting. I didn't know it was considered a banned substance. Um 
five-hour energy can advertise with us oh, if they wow. would like. We'll take their money. I don't think we've turned down any advertiser, by the way. <laughs> Anybody out there listening right now, they're like, can we <laughs> advertise on it? Yes, the answer is yes. We will do ads for you. Wait, so uh, does this mean the NFL doesn't like beavers? Because in 2008, Fox rejected GoDaddy's very rude beaver ad for using the word beaver over and over again. Um, I guess so. I mean, again, I think, again, <laughs> sex-related ads, I can see why the NFL would be nervous on because this is a theoretically family environment. And they're like, ah, let's just, especially in the wake of the Janet Jackson thing, I'm sure they're like, hey, we don't want to push the envelope when it comes to too much sex appeal in our ads. That actually makes some sense because you have five and six-year-olds sitting around watching and mom and dad might be nervous about that, whatever. I tend to think most of that stuff's overplayed, but I certainly understand that decision-making. What doesn't make a lot of sense to me is is this ad. You know, like this does not seem to me to be remotely controversial. Who's up next? I think it's Chuck in Pennsylvania. We lost Chuck. We go to we got a uh, trip in Raleigh. Trip in Raleigh, North Carolina. What's up, Trip? Hey, Clay. Um, if I'm the CEO of this company, I'm doing cartwheels in my office right now because number one, I get a I get all this free advertising and buzz about my company. Number two, I don't have to fork over the two million bucks or whatever for the ad. Five. And then number three, if I'm the CEO, I'm planting myself on Radio Row next week, and I'm going station to station and just playing up the victimization angle of this. I'm saying, like, hey, look at this. I'm the company trying to make it, and CBS and NFL are beating me down. Yeah, that's interesting. First of all, I don't think they would allow the guy to get into Radio Row because you have to be credentialed to get into Radio Row. So I think that would be a challenge. And and I think that you're right. As you said now it's costing what, Danny G? Five million dollars. Yeah, for five million is what CBS turned down for this spot. Okay, five million dollars. Um, I do think that the reach will end up being substantially lower than it would have been if you get to put the ad on. Yes, I agree. You get the the benefit of getting rejected. You get some attention based on it getting rejected. But that's kind of the tempest in the teapot. Like the the there's 120 million people watching this game. So I think you would have reached way more people through the ad than you would through the story of the ad being blocked. That's my that's my expectation. Maybe I'm wrong. Justin in Vermont, what's up, Justin? Um, let me. I get a couple of things real quick here. You got to follow the money. You know, one of the reasons behind this whole thing is the opiate industry and the drug industry and the pharmaceutical industry. There's been a lot of debates about uh, the United States regulating price controls on the industry and bringing an ad like this that mentions the negativity of opiates is a conflict with potentially what CBS is doing to get money airing these medical, these other uh, prescription ads. So you kind of got to look also uh, where the money is going uh, and where it's flowing from. Um, the content is controversial, but you know, it's, it's more of the background noise. Yeah, that's look, what I, gotta say. I think that's a smart argument. <laughs> I, I think one of the biggest op- obstacles to the legalization of marijuana has been opioid companies because if they have painkilling competition and if it's natural painkilling competition and if it's less addictive, it undercuts their brand value, which is why I saw last year 70,000 people died from opioids in this country. It's crazy to me. Crazy to me how many, and there's a massive, by the way, uh, lawsuit that's pending out there by the same people who brought the lawsuit against Big Tobacco saying that these opioid companies have intentionally flooded the market and there's no way to justify how much of their product has been distributed out to the masses and that they also under under uh, under discussed the addictive properties of that uh, of their drugs. And I get made fun of sometimes. My wife will make fun of me. I won't take prescription. Like, I hate taking anything, right? 
um, and maybe once a year, maybe, although it's been years. Yeah, except, well, that's that's illegal, and that's a supplement. Um, but uh, I have said before, like, if you uh, get on prescription pills, I mean, a lot of them are designed for you to have to take them forever. And it convinces you that there's something wrong with you. And so in general, I, I, I just fight against the idea of ever taking any kind of prescription pill. Um, and sometimes my wife makes fun of me. Like, I, I don't even like taking like a Tylenol or an aspirin. Um, that's just me. A lot of people out there are the exact opposite. You know, they're they're loaded up, especially like kids today. The number of kids on ADD medication, everything else. I tend to think that our country in general is way over meted up. So when I hear something natural like the legalization of marijuana, I'm in favor of it. Right? Like I, th- I think people should be able to make a decision like that. I don't necessarily think you should use it uh, if you don't need it. Certainly, but if you want the opportunity to use it, I think you should have that right. And uh, I think it's kind of crazy personally that we spend trillions of dollars trying to stop the flow of marijuana into the country. Um, Personally, that's my opinion. You can disagree, but I think certainly it's a political debate somewhat, but I think it's certainly a debate that our country needs to have. And in this day and age where everything is so polarized, I actually think this is reasonably speaking, not that polarizing of a debate because I don't think people have already lined up on their tribes, you know, like, oh, I'm a Democrat, oh, I'm a Republican, whatever you are. Uh, Drew in Carson, California. What's up, Drew? Hey, good morning. Good morning. First of all, I just want to say I don't get to listen to your show all the time, uh, but I do listen to it. It's definitely entertaining, man. Like, Appreciate like that. what you do. Um, another thing I just want to say, uh, my hat's off to Benjamin Watson. Uh, he's a class act, period. Um, as far as uh, the, the marijuana, the medical marijuana, um, it's sad that stuff like this, uh, that could be very educational, is being banned. Um, I agree with the young man uh, that, just spoke, that just spoke earlier as far as you have to follow the money, man. Big Pharma, they trump the NFL, they trump everything, man. And, uh, you know, all the mail enhancement, yeah, temporary paralysis, uh, gonorrhea, temporary blindness. But you know what? You... You'll be up for the. <laughs> you'll be up for the long haul. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 a, it's a crazy it's a crazy thing, man. But uh, you know it's inevitable. I feel I feel that it, it, it's a uh, it'll definitely be uh, legalized, man. I just hate that. Uh, as far as this platform, they're not gonna let them stand up with it. Yeah, like it's crazy because these medical marijuana companies are not able, and marijuana companies in general, I think, are not able oftentimes to open bank accounts. I've got a buddy who is working at a big-time law firm uh, that I went to law school with and is a partner at one of the big law firms in the country. And they rep all these medical marijuana and marijuana companies in general for IP law and for um, trademark, copyright, everything else associated with their brands. And he told me recently that the companies roll in with huge stacks of cash, like duffel bags full of cash to play their pay their legal bill because they don't have the ability to use our uh, banking system. So, I mean, you're talking about one of the biggest, uh, and I'm sure this has happened in lots of places, but in this case, one of the biggest white shoe law firms in the country representing, you know, like the highest level brands and businesses in the world and then they got clients walking in with duffel bags full of cash just dropping it down to pay their legal bill. I mean, it's wild. 
uh, because they aren't they don't have full access to our banking system because of the federal laws that exist that prohibit some of the marijuana trade. Uh, Charlie in Dayton, Ohio. What's up, Charlie? Hey, Clay, man. Uh, I don't know if you know this about Dayton, but over the last couple of years, we were number one in overdoses in the United States. For um, opioids? And I come from a... Fa- What's that? For opioid-related uh, uh, drug ad- addiction and abuse. Yeah, man. And, and I know they show a lot of it on TV, but, man, it's it's horrifying up here. Um, and any, I think that CBS should have a moral obligation to show this because... We're excited for any kind of alternative medication that is not going to kill somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, look, I mean, I appreciate the call. And I know there are many communities across the country that have been ravaged by opioid addiction. And I agree with Charlie and Dayton. I mean, to me, if anything, the moral obligation should be on anything that could help to make many of the people in the country safer than this. I'll take one more call, then we're going to be joined by Todd Furman. We'll talk a little bit. We'll go from uh, from medical marijuana to gambling. Uh, Brian in Indiana. What's up, Brian? Yes, I'm a First Amendment guy and a Second Amendment guy. And when they banned the um, firearms ad a couple years ago, I thought that was wrong as well. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Look, I, I, I think that they should... I understand, again, I don't necessarily agree with it because I, I don't get worked up about that stuff. I understand banning ads if you think they're too sexy. If there's too much sex appeal because you are the NFL and you are thinking, hey, this is for a mass audience. We don't want to create a controversy with an advertisement. Funny is fine, uh, you know, but sexy, we're not going to allow. That's kind of a standard that I can understand and I'm sure advertisers can understand it too. The idea that you would ban this medical marijuana uh, advocacy ad that we played for you, to me, bad look for CBS, bad look for the NFL, bad look for whoever made the decision not to air it. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. As we go into the weekend, LeBron has not played now for a month, I think it is, uh, with the groin injury. Let's go ahead and cue the music, boys. L. A. Broad. I got, I got, I got, I got. From the first show in the country to predict hashtag future Laker. Instead of three hours of it, Clay Travis captures all the mania in three minutes. LeBron has picked up the circus tent and it has followed him wherever he has gone. Last night, the Timberwolves beat the Lakers by 15 in Staples Center. All right, the, there may be no drama in the NBA season to speak of on the court because the Warriors have won nine in a row. They also won last night against the Wizards. But I think it's almost time. I'm not sure I quite want to hit the panic button, but if you look at the standings right now in the NBA and you look at where the Lakers have to go, all right, so let me go here and then I'm going to bring in Danny G to find out what the L.A. opinion is right now. A lot of optimism earlier in the year. The Lakers now have played 49 games. They are almost exactly 500 on the year. They're 25 and 24. They are nine and a half games back from the Golden State Warriors, who I think it's fair to say are going to be the overall number one seed and still remain a prohibitive favorite to win another championship. But the Lakers are all the way back in ninth place. They are only a half game out right now of being in 11th place. They're just a little bit ahead of the Sacramento Kings and of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So there's almost a little bit of uh, of panic I could see going on, particularly 
and this is where I think it's become significant, when you look at what their February schedule looks like, all right? So they have right now, the Suns come to town, that should be a win. Then they get the 76ers uh, at home, and then they get the Clippers. So they're in town now for the rest of the month of January. But think about February. Listen to this February schedule. On the road against the Warriors, on the road against the Pacers, which may not be as bad without Oladipo, on the road against the Celtics, on the road against the 76ers. Those are probably four losses. At best, you're going to go one and three in those. Then you get a little bit of a breather maybe against the Hawks, but it's still on the road. Then you get Rockets. Then you get on the road against the Pelicans, Grizz, and Pelicans again. I mean, at best, that's a 500 February. Danny G, I'm not sure the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. You're overreacting. No, no, no. You yeah. talk about March. You're over. You you said yourself last week. You were arguing that the NBA regular season doesn't even matter. I don't think it. I don't think it does matter. But I do think it matters because the NBA is so reliant on LeBron James. The ratings are tanking. If they don't end up with LeBron in the playoffs, I don't think the NBA is prepared for the calamity that's going to be from a ratings perspective. Because you've had LeBron all the way in the finals coming out of the Eastern Conference, saving that 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 that, that conference for years. Yeah. I don't think they're aware of how bad it's going to be if LeBron is not in the playoffs. Well, he's going to play in February. If we're having the same conversation at the end of February, it would be a problem. But no need to panic yet. Let's see what it's like going into March. I don't know. I mean, I think at February, again, they're going to well, be 500 Clay, at best. The Lakers have beaten the top teams in the West with or without LeBron. Yeah, they have this January swoon with his injury happening, but they just got Rondo back. They looked decent up until halftime last night. Of course, they need the King back. I think they'll be okay when we get into February. We'll see. I think half. I think it'll be 500 in February, and come March, the question's going to be, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? And then if they do, does it matter if they get swept by the Warriors, which is, I think, likely if they're the eighth seed? Uh, it's a messy situation right now. That's been L.A. Braun. We'll be live in Atlanta all next week. It's going to be outstanding. Can't wait. The list of guests is going to blow your mind. We're going to have a lot of fun. Have a good weekend, then we'll see you at the Super Bowl next week here on OutKick. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season... 
We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.